0: Is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
2: How about it? It's a Tuesday morning, baby. It's Tuesday morning, and Tom Brady's back. Tom Brady is back. No abduction. Uh, He was not hijacked. Actually, it it was an abduction.
1: What do you mean? I mean, the family abducted him, you know. For I mean, some relaxation, aliens.
2: some r and r yeah I mean,, uh, you know, it felt like somebody called that last week, but like somebody said, uh, listen, there was a there was a prearranged trip. There was no retirement. There was no issues, no medical emergencies, no mass singer, none of that crap. Uh, it was a prearranged trip. He was in the Bahamas, and we're ready. He's back. I mean, I feel like I, I nailed that. So, anytime you guys want to go ahead and uh, give me a shout out here on the air, I'd appreciate it. Like, whenever yeah, you, you want, a want lot to make other that people,
3: happen, I think most people kind of threw that out there and chalked it up as as probably a family situation. Which, I mean, here's my only question now. So, what does that mean then for the bye week? Same thing. Like, we 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 know he's gonna be leaving the team,
1: doing that. I- <laughs> what does it mean for the season? Like, okay, we're <laughs> and- playing this team this week. I'm. I, I, it's predetermined that I'm gonna take yeah. a break this week. We're playing Atlanta uh, yeah. at home. I just, you know. I'm not going to be there for this game.
3: I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't mean to sound rude when I say this, but you know, look, like he, he is—he's the greatest of all time. He's venturing into, as, as I said yesterday, unknown territory. We've never seen anyone play at such a high level at this point in time in his career. So the question then becomes, you know, is what he is doing like okay? Because most athletes, if you're anywhere if you're anyone other than Tom Brady, they're going, What in the hell did you just ask me to do? No, you're not leaving for ten days or whatever it was to go down to the Bahamas to spend time with your family. Like, hell no. But, you know, he's he's Tom Brady. And this is for sure not happening. Probably if Bruce Arians is the coach, but definitely if he's if he's not with Bill Belichick. So it is uncharted territory in that regard. I, I just wonder how it's received. That's like I, I, what I thought about. <laughs> That's but but don't you go like it is Tom Brady like you you kind of make exceptions. But don't for someone you, like him? But
1: but Q, let's be real here. There are limitations to that. Oh, you get jealous because yeah. because we are men, right? Like and sure. we are the ultra ultra alpha competitors yeah. of of. That's right, Jonas.
2: Yeah. Now you're yeah, speaking right. my language now. I'm about time. Okay.
1: I, I only took a year of about time speaking okay. my language. Well, I'm just saying Throw it I, up, baby. You can only go so you can only go <laughs> throw it up, huh? You can only That's... go so far with oh, it's Tom Brady. I'm sorry. As a grown ass man, I can only go so far with, yeah, it's Tom Brady. At some point, I'm like, F Tom Brady. Oh. Like, you're not going to be going to the Bahamas while my ass is out here getting up and, and doing all of this. And, and if you signed up for it, you signed up for it. Like, at some point, you say to yourself, you know what, it's one thing when you say, okay, you miss a practice. Like, you get vet vet days, vet week. Okay, vet two weeks. Hell, vet camp. Okay. But if you telling me as a player on a team, some of them are trying to make the team – some of them are, are continuing on as what they represent to the team. If you're telling me I'm supposed to be okay that you agreed upon this before you came back to play for this team that you get to go take a two-week vacation in the Bahamas during training camp, man, I sit there and I would question that. And, and you know, the first thing that I'm questioning as a teammate, your commitment to this. What's your commitment level? If you're here with us, you're here with us. Take time off, fine, no worries, but be here while you're taking that time off, and that doesn't go beyond. Like it's a horrible, it's a horrible example to set. I'm sorry, like, and I'm a Tom Brady fan, and I'm, I'm. That's my litter mate. He's the last one from 2000 in in the league. I have a lot of, I have a, a healthy affinity for him, but this isn't a great example. There's a kid out there, like. I need to take an 11-day break. No, you don't. I'm the best player on the team. So what? I'm a senior in high school. I need to take a senior senior leave of absence. No, you don't. I just don't like that. I don't like the way it made me feel when I saw that it was a vacation. It, 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 I would question. How did I, you feel? I, were you, were you I, I felt I felt disappointed. Oh, I, I just felt very disappointed. That's all.
2: What do you mean? This is good news for you. You like the Saints in that division.
1: (laughs) No, man. Come on. I like Tampa Bay, but just don't be surprised if it is the Saints.
2: Okay.
1: I'm just very disappointed in you, Tom Brady. I'm very
2: disappointed. So Rick Stroud was on with DP yesterday. Dan Patrick uh, heard on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates, and he said that he basically only missed four practices. He was there for the install. They knew everything that was going on. It was all predetermined. And so he really didn't miss that much time as far as his uh, time away from the team. Okay. And you know, looking at it in the big picture.
1: Well, then the whole team should have went ahead and did the same exact thing. Wow. Just. You know, pick and choose. You want to go to the Bahamas? Want
3: on a vacation with
1: Giselle? Is that what you meant? I mean, well, not with Giselle. I mean, oh, but okay. but whoever. I'm sure there's some good you get looking. A lot sig- of yeses. I'm sure the there's case. a lot of significant others that aren't yeah. aren't bad in that category. I'll say that. Sure. I'm sure they're doing all right down there. They might not I, be Giselle, but they. I'm sure they're doing all right.
3: I, I wonder how much though, because l- l- let's get to the, the to the nitty gritty. Two yeah. things. One, Giselle's getting blamed a lot. It's like for this entire thing, I think that's a little bit rough because you're talking about, you know, someone who's a wife, a mother who's who's, you know, been supporting and helping him through his dream and doing all of this. And yet at some point, and I think anyone who's had a significant other, a wife that's gone through, you know, seasons, that sort of thing, it's wearing, it's wearing, it's like, it's like living two different lives. Like, there's the, the life you live in season, there's the life you live out of season. And for Tom Brady, I don't know that that life that he lives out of the season is that much different than the life he lives in season. I mean, that's to a degree so it probably good, is.
1: But that's why he's so it good. It
3: is, right? Like, like, we've talked about that, and Jonas and I, have said this for years, the reason why he's become the greatest, he's talented, don't get me wrong, but there's more talented quarterbacks. It's the fact that he's dedicated his life to the game and every single moment he's playing or not, it's a part of his success. Like, no one else is willing to sacrifice the way he does in an offseason with his lifestyle. Like, the way he eats. Like, crappy avocado ice cream. Could you, I mean, are you kidding me? Like ice cream is one of the greatest things on the earth. This dude will not touch it.
1: Yeah. Because I just had he some doesn't yesterday it was so good. Man. I
3: dude I, trust me, I had a little bit too <sighs> with our with our girls last night. I was like I,
1: I had strawberry could you, cheesecake. Oh so Could amazing. you
3: imagine just eating that avocado <laughs> crap though? That imitation stuff the rest of your life? No. God, it'd be I, could. I anyway, can't
1: imagine doing a lot of the things that Tom Brady has done to become the player that he is. And I think that, well, that there's something to be and said about that. That's one thing.
3: Yeah, that's one thing. Because it's a sacrifice that he makes. But we don't talk about the other sacrifice. It's the sacrifice that his family makes. Yeah. Like your kids get to a certain point, too, where they start looking at you and be like,
1: I'm not a kid anymore, Dad. Well, hey, hey Dad, you're missing, <laughs> you're missing the
3: portions of my life that are those formative years. Yeah. Like those portions of, of my life were like, I need you. And, and so that's one of the stories that I think is
1: and that starting to is hard. play itself out. That S is hard, yeah. man. Like trying to be everywhere. Like moms get moms that drive kids around and get them to school and do back to school night and do the games and activities and this, that and the other. That S is overwhelming.
2: And and also, let's have a real conversation here, because we all work. All three of us work a lot and are pulled in a lot of different directions as far as a career goes and a profession goes. And you know we've all experienced it where you tell them, hey, I got to go here for work, and you get a little bit of the eye roll, a little bit of the, okay, yeah. here we go again. All right, here here it goes again. It's more work. It's more this and that. And they're understanding, but in the moment, there is a conversation sometimes that you have to have, and he's probably had that conversation about 3,000 times with Giselle over the past couple of years. I mean, it ain't like she couldn't
1: get a guy who would want to be up under her 24 hours a day you know what I mean? So now wow. that we're putting it in that context, <laughs> could, you, I, could you define what that <laughs> what means? Do you mean? what you I'm, I'm just saying, you know what? I take everything back. Let's, let's hit rewind. Let's hit the, the dump <laughs> button. Now that we put it in context, I'm proud of you, Tom Brady. I am <laughs> proud of you. You know why? Because there's nothing like making sure you handle your business at home. That right. is first and foremost. So if that meant I I get to play, but I have to be able to go to the Bahamas with my chick so that we can have this good time before we get going into the season, then you know what? I take it back. Tom, I'm not disappointed in you. In fact, I'm even more proud of you. Yes, I can change my mind that quickly. I've changed my mind. I'm, on, I'm, I'm still Team Tom. And you know what? Yeah, it's all right. Cause you know what, Alberto is out there waiting for Tom Brady to slip up yep. and be too into his his profession, and he'd be like, "Giselle, I know I'm not Tom. Yep. I know I don't have all the Super Bowl rings. 100%. I don't have all the money, but you got all the money, yep. so it's not like it's about money anyway. I'm Berto. You know, I, I handle the boards. You yeah. know what I mean? I do what I need to do. I I heart I, with Fox Sports I'm Radio. I'm a chef. I can cook really well. Yep. We can we can get some pops. Eat, you know, cook. Yeah, you know, yeah. we can we can sunbathe. I can I can put suntan oil on you and stuff like that, Good. Hey, I can even babysit the kids. I don't have to be anything but, hey, Mr. Berto to these. There's going to be someone out there that has the right rap at the right time in a moment of vulnerability, and nobody wants that. So you know what? For you, Tom Brady, I tip my cap to you. Yep, I changed I, that quickly. I, I'll just Shout
3: simply put it this way. If the greatest football player of all time is, is, is his, if his retirement is motivated by his wife, his family, I'm, o- I'm okay with that. Like, like, I think everyone would be because there's not many guys who get to that point in their career. They've, they've done it that long or they've done it that successfully where the family gets fed up. Like, usually, like, the league gets fed up with you. They're like, <laughs> no, you can't do it anymore. You're out. But if it's the family that's finally, like, uncle – we can't take this anymore. We we want you to just be dad. Like I want you to just to be my husband. I just we need this time with you. Cuz all that time you did what you wanted to do, that's great. That's your life, but now it's like impacting our lives as we grow through this and you know, that's awesome. But now now we we need our time back. Like I I think that's something that if that's what this is about and he's trying to hold it all together and they you know, pre-plan this to make it work and all that like, I think I think every player in that locker room would be understanding of it. I think every person in that organization is understanding of it. But, um, I mean, look, Giselle's undefeated, man. Like, Tom Brady's won the most Super Bowls, and he's been the most successful, but, like – even even he, I don't know that he can stand up toe
2: to toe, Giselle. This so. is just confirmation. This is his final year, correct? I mean, like the fact yeah. that he had to take ten days off just to get the green light on coming back for this year ought to tell you we're going to go ahead and wrap this up after this year. It's over, and I'll be uh, broadcasting for Fox next year. You know, at at the at the low rate of three hundred and seventy five million dollars. Well, so, that's over ten years. Dude. Yeah, it's
3: thirty seven point five years. That's not yeah. that bad. That's a if good If they point. set it up where he's a subcontractor, <laughs> Fox will write off you know half that. That's, because,
2: a, that's a good point. They'll yeah, figure it out. It's not that.
3: Much. They got accounts and, and people who do that sort of thing. They'll figure it out. Well, Someone's like shaking their head in their cubicle right now, going, "You can't do that. You can't. You can't. You can't. You <laughs> hold hey. You can't. hey, you can't write off all that. Don't, They'll don't, figure it out. All right.
2: They'll figure it out. Don't be a bad influence on him, Brady. This is bad for the country and our economy and all that comes with it.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: we got an answer yesterday we talked about it several times we couldn't figure out why they were waiting on the decision what was going on with the back and forth between the media and matt rule but it is official baker mayfield wins the starting job in carolina over sam darnold he is the new starting quarterback of the carolina panthers they obviously kick off in a couple of weeks against the cleveland browns here was matt rule the head coach of carolina talking about the decision at the end of the day, we felt like you know Baker's made a lot of progress in a short amount of time, kind of in the, the things I've talked to you guys about. And so um, we felt like it was right to make that move for this team, you know, right now. You know, I said, hey, when we know, we know. We felt like we knew. And it was time now with the second preseason game done to sort of start to move forward and say, hey, uh, Baker's the quarterback. Sam, you get ready. And uh, um, kind of go from there. All right. Baker versus Browns. Sam, you get ready. Baker versus Browns. Let's go. Come on. Just what we all needed. All right. It's the most intriguing. Well, it would have been better if it was Baker versus Deshaun
1: even though they don't play yeah each other, yeah that would have been nice yeah, but it would have been more if
2: you look at if you look at the schedule for week one that first sunday of the 1 p.m eastern time slot kickoffs, so this is by far and away the most intriguing matchup so now we're going to get a little bit of revenge yeah i think so yeah could
3: you have the new york jets with joe flacco versus baltimore
2: i mean i like that one come on that's kind of interesting yeah, come that's, on. that's
1: interesting now you think it? i mean isn't I think... it dallas and tampa again
2: well, they're they're on the slate as well. Yeah, yeah. but that's I think that's a later uh, time slot. I
3: think we're we're looking at more of like uh, quarterbacks who have moved on, kind of okay. like that bench okay. right. game, yeah. which is interesting. If the NFL schedule makers actually, you know, wanted to match up these teams that way, I'm not sure this was the plan because obviously Baker wasn't in Carolina when this the schedule came out, but maybe they thought thought there's a pretty good chance of it happening I, I don't
2: know bucks cowboys is sunday night football yeah so that'll be a yeah. that'll be a fun one um that's gonna be the most viewed easily right yeah it's in it's yeah, in a it's big spot yeah yeah, yeah. um and, you know, a lot of people are real fired up about that colts texans game i know but uh yeah browns panthers uh, that's a one eastern time kickoff uh feed me feed me carolina minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. Right. give me carolina i'm right there
3: with you isn't that a funny line though
2: yeah, do you think they're looking at it going, well, if anybody knows Baker, it's that defense. Uh, they've seen him enough in practice, so maybe that could be something that could be an advantage but for you, them. Wouldn't
3: you turn around and say if anyone knows that defense, Agreed. that would be Baker? I agree. <laughs> Went up against them the last four years. I, I, mean, I agree. I, I saw that line. I'm like, oh, I'd go lay money on that right now. I mean – Yes, you're going to go up against – look, I think Cleveland's got a really talented roster. They're going to win football games even with Jacoby Brissett or Josh Dobbs or whoever ends up playing throughout the course of the the, the suspension. But the truth is I just – I think Carolina might be pretty good too. Like I I think they actually – when you look at their schedule, they have a tough schedule. But I think they hit the over and I think they could be a winning football team. Like they might surprise people this year. Winning football team.
1: You That's sounded right, like baby. a coach right there, Doc. I,
3: I got to get into coach mode. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you sound like a little coach. I, I'll, there. Be getting, I'll be honest with you guys. I've been getting a little antsy. Like ever since training camp started, I have like I don't know if it's just being accustomed now, and I've been out long enough. Where I should be fine. But I'll wake up early and be like, "Oh man, I gotta attack the day. Gotta get after." It. Gotta, yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, well, I have nowhere to be right now. It's 4:45. Like, where do I need to be? East Coast? Do you ever
1: think about coaching, seven. man? You'd
3: be a dope ass coach, man. I, Thanks, I man. Could, dude i honestly i don't think i maybe at the pro level i I would do something like that i've tried at like the high school and college and i don't mean this to come off the wrong way i am not built for today's kids like Mm. i I remember the first like i helped out one spring i was working the quarterbacks and then i realized like oh we need some, like, help. Like, you know, we need to, you know, help with some special teams here, some encouragement here. And I remember one of our linebackers when the, <laughs> this team came for, like, our spring game, we played another school. And I told him, I was like, hey, you're our tone setter. Like, you got to go. Like, they're going to run an ISO play, right? Like, they're going to run their little ISO play with the fullback. You're going to blow him up. You're going to go blow up the running back. And sure enough, like, second play of the game, they run the ISO. He, he blows up the fullback. And then him and the running back collide, and it would look like something from what was it, Rocky 2 or whatever, where Mm, they they knocked each other out. (laughs) They both go down. I was like, well, (laughs) tone center. I was like, tone center. I got them all geared up, and then they knocked each other out. Now, the other player came back in the game, so he went through the protocol and tested. Our player was still going through our very lengthy protocol for the concussion protocol testing, but he tested out fine, but he wasn't going in. He didn't want to go back in. With and that I kind of just went over and sat next to him. I was like, hey, how you doing? He said, no, I'm good. I'm good. Goes, I'm feeling fine. I said, okay. I said, um, you know, the other guy's in right now. <laughs> I just I just I pointed it out. I just wanted, I wanted to let him know in case he wanted to go back and play. But come on. I just wanted to let him know like the guy who like like you didn't win the battle, you didn't lose it, but you didn't win, but that guys back out there. <laughs> and so like and, and the whole game got a little chippy. Like there was one one DB, he was very talented DB and wide receiver, but he was talking a lot of trash and he took a couple cheap shots. So anyway, I just could not at that level. Like I got really too passionate, too involved, like, we're after that game I stepped back and I was like, man, I would get too emotionally wrapped up into this. Mm. Like, I would take that work home with me,
1: and I don't want to do that to, to my girls. Yeah, I could dig it. You definitely take it home. <laughs> definitely take it home. And you take it into the work area, too. You know what I mean?
3: Well, and also it's just like, you know, you kind of live in the moment. And then you forget, like, oh, yeah, this kid is probably not going to play D1. And he's not going to go pro. And yet, I'm telling him to go be our tone setter. It's like, okay, just step back for a second. (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? All right, what are we doing
2: Mm. Listen, we all played high school football. There's a lot more me than there is you guys. I mean, I'm, I can, know, sure I'm just, I'm just saying, but, like,
3: Jonas. I don't know that, like, my words were exactly what, I mean, maybe what right. he wanted to hear that moment, but probably not what was best.
2: <laughs> um, now, let me ask you this, because I was thinking about this when the decision was made, because Sam Darnold was very gracious about Carolina making, you know, the call that Baker Mayfield was going to be the guy. Even though Sam Darnold, look, this is kind of an indictment on where he's at in his career and and this could be his last real opportunity to be a starting quarterback in the NFL and things have not gone the way that a lot of people expected him to for a number three overall pick. Um, Baker Mayfield spoke about that dynamic and the decision being made and also uh, just his relationship with Sam Darnold. Sam and I knew this day was going to eventually come. We weren't counting down the days. We didn't know when it was going to happen or anything like that. Just this morning, I was made aware that I was going to be starting and saw Sam Shortly after, he made it very clear that anything I needed in support, or uh, in terms of that aspect, he was going to be there. Honestly, just an unfortunate circumstance that we're both here in the same year, fighting for a job. But that's the kind of guy he is. He said, "Whatever you need in support, he's just trying to win games, and that's the mentality we've had the whole time." So, I truly, truly appreciate that, and he's a, he's a great guy. So, how's that play out now? Is it? Because does this get awkward at all? Is this uncomfortable, or is it just all right? Got to turn the page, and uh, and let's just go. This is where we I mean, are.
3: I don't. I personally don't think it's awkward because they. I mean, Baker just got there, and they even played their last preseason game. He's announced a starter. Yeah. So it was a pretty clean sweep of the leg. You know, like it, I mean, Sam Darnold got knocked down, and I think he knows where his place is now. And I think it's smart for Matt Rule, too, to, to make this decision early because it gives your team now clarity. You're not walking into the season like this, like, hey, you traded for the guy. He's the guy. You know he's the guy until he's probably you know injured. We saw Sam last year. He's going to kind probably play a backup role. And honestly, I think the more – like we knew that Ruddy was on the wall for this, right? The more interesting thing for Sam Darnold's career – Is that if Matt Corral doesn't get hurt, who's got a Liz Frank injury and hopefully he recovers from that, I've dealt with it, it stinks. But now that really forces Darnold to be the backup, or at least on the roster, you know, PJ Walker hasn't played great in the preseason. Even though I'm I'm a big PJ Walker fan, and Matt Rule he played for him back in college, but now it opens up the fact that you now Sam has to be there. Like he has to be there in a backup role anyway. Where if you would have maybe looked to deal him, you know, try to trade him like some of the trades we're seeing right now, or even you know just outright release him, even though you owe him money. Um, you can't do that. So he's going to be an expensive backup for this season. Uh, but the truth of the matter is the Corral draft pick and him not being able to be there, I think almost
2: forced their hand. What a wild turn of events. If you, just, if you were to go back four years ago and just say two of the top three picks are going to be competing for the same job in Carolina and – here we are. It just—I don't know, man. Like that's why I just—I feel bad, and it goes back to the same thing that we've talked about for a long time. Situation determines a lot in the NFL, and these are two prime examples of you get drafted to a bag of crap. This is what ends up happening, and and you know, Sam Darnold didn't play well, and that all that is fair. But my God, he was—he was talked about like he was going to be the next big thing, and he came from USC, and and here we are, and he gets beat out for the job at Baker Mayfield, and Albert Breer pointed out on Twitter that exactly as you said, it wasn't really close. Like, it, it just, like, Baker Mayfield came in, took the job, and ran with it. So, it just, I just wonder what happens with Sam Darnold. Is he the type of guy who's such a good dude that he's just going to be a, a backup and teams are going to welcome him into a locker room for as long as he wants to play? I mean, which isn't a bad gig. Well, yeah, I mean, he,
3: look, he's got talent and ability. Yeah. It really comes down to what he wants. I mean, some guys are okay being in that role because they know it's lucrative. They're still staying around the game. They might get their shot. So, they'll keep pursuing that. Um, other guys don't want to do that, you know. Other guys look at it and say, "Man, if if, I, if I'm not playing, I'm, you know, that's not what I came here for. Like holding a clipboard isn't a career that I'm really want to be invested into for the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years." Now, there's, I mean, but like I said, other guys have made an incredible career off it, and made a lot of money off it, and they're okay doing that. But it's just, you know, when you're an alpha, when you're a guy who started and played, it can be really difficult to then, you know, kind of almost have your career in the hands of someone else, right? Yeah, Like, that. that's the reality yeah. of it, is your career's in the hands of someone else, and you're basically just butting up to that guy, making sure that he's got everything he needs. It's like, this has never been this way for me. You know, maybe, maybe this isn't the lifestyle I want to live right now. And,
2: and so. you know what's cr- crazy about it, too? So Sam Darnold's gotten multiple opportunities to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Gardner yeah. Minshew... I like, can't get a real shot. And I would argue. He's <laughs> and he's balls every time he plays. And he's been better than Sam Darnold. He, yeah. Like he's a, he's been better in the NFL than Sam Darnold. And yet he just finds himself in these spots to where there's no real opportunity. And if there is, it's a, in a short amount of time. And then the team goes in another direction. I just, I, I hope Gardner gets a shot somewhere.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern.
2: Kayvon Thibodeau block or low block from Thaddeus Moss uh, of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals that took place uh, the other night uh, with the Giants. This thing is taking on a whole life of its own. I mean, you got hot takes flying. You got people uh, getting really, really overdramatic about uh, what, you know, potential punishments and things like Emmanuel that. Uh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> so Talking about Ocho? so uh, the the injury, we do have the injury update. It's an MCL issue. Do you remember him, him out, as a player, Q? Uh, three to four weeks. Uh, Manual? Yeah. You remember I, th- him I as think a player? he was after me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What do you, you think?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just
3: saying. Like he he was he was he was after me. I was oh, okay. I was you know.
1: You remember his game? He was good. Remember that I game? Mean, I feel like it's a little fair. I'm. Yeah. No, I don't. I was just asking. I mean, yeah. Well, but here here's the problem with that question. Is, <laughs> what's was the problem?
3: Do you remember Kirk Herb I do. Yeah, but one he was before you, and two like. When when people throw that question out there, you know, you're gonna be like, Oh, okay. But he's he's great at what he does. Like people don't necessarily have to always excel in the field to be great in broadcasting.
1: Oh, I wasn't you comparing know? the two. I was just saying, do you remember him? I mean, do you remember him? Uh, I
3: think I played against his brother. I remember playing
1: against him. I remember his... Sam, isn't that? Sam. Yeah. I remember yeah. Sam. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I think Acho does a hey, tremendous here, job. Hey,
1: look here, man. Uh, so I'm gonna just address the obvious here. Like, how as a defender, <laughs> how you come out and call that man cowardly for 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 chop blocking that bad, bro? Like, well, that's not cowardly. I, here's
3: here's what I'd say in regards to that. You know, for whatever reason. People will then educate people on how to like, use their words wisely on Twitter, but then like, they just fumbled or they, they misstepped. Like, they just didn't use the words wisely. Yeah. It's a little hypocritical. Yeah. And there's a lot of hypocrites on Twitter. Truth. I, I, would, I would say this about um, courage. The reason why there's a cut block is because you'll a lot of times have a 5'10, a 200 pound, 190 pound running back going up against a 6'6, 275 pound DN. That's how you get a cut block. And even in this instance, you know, Thaddeus Moss is, is not your typical tight end. He was more of kind of a, a move tight end, good catch in the football, not your typical or traditional big body inline hand in the dirt tight end. So, you know, he's cutting off the backside of a play like a lot of tight ends who fit that profile do. And he's doing it because he's going up against a guy who's bigger than him. Like that is your counter. When you're a smaller player, you're not going to go toe-to-toe with a guy who's got 40 pounds, 60 pounds on you, whatever it is, 20 pounds. You're not winning that battle. It's, it's why you don't jump into a ring with a boxer that's a different weight class because there's nothing you could do in a boxing ring. You can't counter, right? But in fo- on the football field, you can. That's why you use a cup block. And so here's my issue with – forget the commentary and stuff from people on Twitter because I, I could care less about that. This is why this stuff happens. In the college rule, that's a, that's a penalty. That's a foul. You can't do that. But in the NFL, it's a legal play. We need to do a better job of aligning the rules in college and NFL so players who are getting their training from lower levels can come up through the college ranks, and they can then develop these sort of habits, the right habits, correct habits, that once they get to the NFL – they're not going well hold on a second like this is an illegal play it's like, no dude, this is legal you got to use your hands to get out of the way you know like you should have experienced this in college, but he didn't because it it's not legal there, so players don't do it, so you get to the NFL level, you get a few shots at really practicing this before the live you know games come and and you see what happens from that so I think the bigger issue here is the fact that for whatever reason the NFL and college football and, and I get it like no one wants to like you know have someone in, in, infringe upon their territory, but if everything's moving so much closer, like start working in unison on rules and safety for the game of football in general and, and stop trying to like carve out your own little niche you know you, you play one day apart from one another you, it 's a feeder system into the NFL. I think that would help solve this issue a bit and it'd clean up some of the confusion with people on Twitter who think, oh, it's a dirty play. No, it's not. It's a legal block. It happens all the time. It just doesn't happen at the college level. It happens at the NFL level. You got to know the rules.
2: Uh, I, I completely agree. The other one that I don't I don't understand is why in college do you only need one foot in bounds when you make a catch, but in the NFL it's two? Why wouldn't they make these things more uh, more uniform from one level to the next?
1: I just got to go back to the first point. My worst experiences with cut blocks and chop blocks have been with Lyman, not somebody smaller than me. I, I, and I'm gonna tell you what I have the the jacked up shins to this day <laughs> that 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 proved that stuff. Let me tell you something. It, and maybe it's not legal in college anymore, but getting chop block you should. That's one of the first things, even in high school, that you should teach guys. To, to defend against is using their hands to to defend against guys being at your legs because that could be the difference between you being in a routine play or you getting carted off the field heading to an emergency room. Like that's that's it's that important to understand how to use your hands in traffic and 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 navigating, especially as a defensive end. Especially as a linebacker, especially as a three or a zero technique, because that is the way you are blocked. (laughs) Like my shins are tore up and I learned a very valuable lesson very quickly that you need to learn how to handle somebody who goes down while you're approaching them. Like that's the unexpected. Like I can handle you. Okay. We, we, we lock up, we meet shoulders who's leveraging who who who's doing what and how you get off of the blocker great but when somebody's running at you full speed and you're either reading or you're going full speed because you got to take on that blocker you are taught to understand when you're either whether you're taking on a wrong arm technique or you're taking a force technique whatever it may be you always have to be aware of the fact that they may go down that's that's like that's something that I knew since high school. I just don't think that we I I'm I'm not going to let Thibodeau off the hook for how poorly he handled that block. It was not an egregious block. It, it really wasn't was not. It was athletic. It was that's not what I don't at understand. all. It, neither one of them was really athletic in the moment. Neither, yeah, neither one. Not not the way Thibodeau handled it. It was weird the way Thibodeau, like almost like, like. what are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go down and hit you on your legs. Okay. I didn't really want you to hit it like that. Like, man, wh- how are you rolling my leg up like this? Like, they both look weird. It, it didn't al- look
2: like a real football play in that moment it was almost like like somebody dropped something in front of him and he was trying to move his feet out of the way bro
1: i'm just telling you if that's dan neal i think i think that's his name he was one of the best at doing it man if that's one of them dudes like i said the other the other day if that's one of them denver dudes man look here if that's one of them who who did it in, i think was it wisconsin it was somebody in 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 the big ten maybe it was iowa Maybe it was Northwestern. Maybe it was all of them. How about that? Maybe there was one guy on all of those teams that had a chopper. Then, and I ain't talking about Q's dad. I'm talking about dudes that will chop your ass down. You had better be ready and prepared to deal with those type of dudes because not only are they going to do what that dude did, Moss did, in that game where they go down and they hit your shin, but Q told you i put you up on game. Then they roll. They hit you, and then they roll. It's a, it's a roll. I hit, I roll, and, then, and and if I didn't get you, I'm leg whipping. Like, that's the league. That's, 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 that's college. You think somebody's going to let you come around the corner, come off the edge, and hit Brady Quinn? They're not. And if I can't block you, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to set you up, I'm going to set you up, I'm going to set you up, and then boom, I'm going right for that knee. And I used to have those conversations with running backs and with 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 offensive linemen so I could understand what their aiming points were so that I could better defend myself. So that I could <laughs> – I started leapfrogging dudes. You know what I mean? Like running backs, sometimes that's the worst one because you can't see them. Sometimes you're going around this tackle or you're pass rushing, you're, you're going on, on a blitz to the inside. You get into the backfield, and then that that running back adjusts to you, and he's adjusting to you at the last moment because he sees you coming free, and he takes your knee. Like, you got to learn how to handle blocks where they're not conventional. And I think that he learned a valuable lesson. If there was anything to take away from that moment, it's not for people to be outraged about what happened. It's... He needed, and for what it's worth, Moss needs to learn how, he's called a cut block, he needs to learn how to cut block better because that was an ugly cut block. He just happened to go up against a dude that doesn't know how to play a cut block.
2: Do you recommend he rolls afterwards like those Broncos linemen, no, I don't. Or? I don't.
1: As a defender, I hate it.
2: <laughs>
1: I hate it, but necessary evil, right? <laughs> If I was a police officer, I don't want people shooting at me, but I got to learn how. to. Well, I mean, if your profession calls for you understanding how to handle any given situation, you need to be prepared to be able to handle any given situation. People so goddamn touch sensitive these days, man. Like sitting there coming out, calling that cowardly or people talking about how egregious it was or he needed to be fined or he should be suspended and all this other stuff. Where do you come from? Cause that's not football. Football is a tough MFR sport. And there's smart tough MFers and there's just tough MFers. And then there's not so tough MFers. But regardless of what it is, when you cross them lines, you are in between the lines with some real ones. That's what I know for certain. And that can come from any different position that that's out there on that field, from top to bottom. And if you ain't ready to go handle your business in a full contact sport, that's why they give you helmets. That's why they give you shoulder pads. That's why they give you leg protectors and hip g- and girdles and stuff like that. You know why? Because they're telling you you are entering into a full contact sport. Cats get their teeth knocked out in hockey. It's a full contact sport. You don't hear Hockey dudes complaining about this puck knocked my freaking teeth out, or this dude cross-checked the hell out of me, or or, or rammed me into to, to to the wall and stuff like that. We don't need to get to that point in football because I keep hearing about this flag football stuff. Y'all will not convince me that we are heading towards flag football. We're not. It's not touch football. So learn how to deal with a, a chop block. Learn yeah. how to deal with a cut block. Yeah. God damn.
2: Yeah. State of the Union. Yeah.
1: Just saying, man. Some, of us made out, a curve, man. some of us made a living off of being able to, to play oh, that geez. position. Like You know what I mean? Don't, don't <laughs> diminish or downgrade what, what we've had to, to endure and what it, we had to adapt to. It's also a great point
3: that, I mean, people can act like there's concern over, you know, and I'm, I'm going to be real for a second. Because I, I think a lot of players are concerned about CTE and the after effects of football. The reality is most players, you ask them, would they do it all over again? And, yeah, of course they would. And, and the reality is we, you can make the case that the NFL, college football, football in general, has never been in a healthier position, at least how it's consumed and how people absorb it and how people watch it. So for those of you out there that think, hey, flag football, that's the future. That's the, it's, no, it's not. I mean, UFC has become a big thing, and fighting kind of has, has come back in a in a way, if you will, in part because we like the physicality. We like the contact. That's just that's just the truth. People don't want to admit it, but they like seeing people get knocked out. They like seeing big hits. They like seeing all that stuff. They like seeing the physicality. And if they can't do it, they like seeing someone else do it, and they're, like, rooting for them. And they'll pay to go see it, and they'll bet on it. So it, it's the truth of the matter is, like, You know, this is is part of the game. And it's one of those plays that they might review it, but they already did review it. This is one of the biggest changes they made for player safety and players on defense to allow them to cut within the tackle box because it's part of the game. Like, the, the safety portion of it, isn't for the defensive player in that regard, it's for the, the offensive player who's smaller going up against the bigger defensive guy. So it's that rule this rule's not gonna change. It just it needs to be the same at the college level.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 oh,